0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: I wonder how the Nuggets are feeling this morning, Chelsea, after losing game two of the NBA Finals last night to the Heat. 111, 108. The Heat were getting nine points. The Heat plus two ninety in the money line total set at two sixteen in a hook. The Heat were down eight after the third, but then they go on a run in the fourth and outscore Denver thirty six to twenty five. Nikola Jokic with forty one points in this game. It doesn't matter. The Heat get twenty three from Gabe Vincent, twenty one from playoff Jimmy and Bam Adebayo, and the Nuggets suffer their first loss at home. During the entire playoffs, they had been 11-0 and 0. after the game. Coach Eric Spoelstra knows, said this is what his team craves. This is a really good, you know, offensive team. Uh, they force you to have to, to compete at a super high level, but you have to do it with a brain and you have to do it uh, with discipline. And our guys... Uh, you know, regardless of how the head coach feels, like during the fourth quarter, our guys love to compete. They love to put themselves out there uh, in those moments of truth. And uh, fortunately, we were able to make a, a lot of big uh, defensive plays, you know, down the stretch. And then we got a lot of contributions, uh, uh, which you're going to need against a team like this. Man, Heat were just so good late in this one. And this is the first time in the entire playoffs, Chelsea, that the Nuggets had a double-digit lead and didn't go on to win. So as we've seen from Miami all postseason long, they are never really out of it.
0: Exactly. And I think a lot of people counted them out after that dominating win that we saw from the Nuggets in the first game. But we saw a couple things that we knew that the Heat could get better at. And we knew that a veteran head coach like Eric Spolstra was going to make those adjustments. Number one from the jump in that first game, the Miami Heat had a total of three, uh, two free throw attempts. That had to change, and it certainly did. The Heat got to the line 20 times and made 18 of those free throws. So there's extra, uh, an extra 18 points from the jump. That certainly helped Miami out. And also, they were much better from the three-point range. They couldn't get a shot to fall in that first game. In this game, they looked much more like the Heat team that we saw for the entirety of the postseason. Hit 48% of their three-pointers, and they're a good three-point shooting team. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say that this is not completely repeatable, like maybe not 48%, but this is the percentage that we've come to expect from a team full of three-point shooters. Duncan Robinson had a a huge fourth quarter. I think he scored all 10 of his points in the fourth, including some big dagger threes. And also, you said it, Gabe Vincent was the heartbeat of this team uh, late in the game and for the entirety of the game, finishing with 23. And I think the most telling part was the effort and the fact that this is a Heat team that's not going to give up. And you saw it when Gabe Vincent, bless his heart, was trying to guard Nikola Jokic. Man, did he look like a ragdoll. I think he fell exactly on his face one time, and I was like, oh, my God, if that happened to me, I would not get up. I would go to the end of the bench and say, this is my time. You guys can take it from here. But that's not how the Heat operate. They're going to get back up. They're going to give you your, their best effort, and they're probably going to hand you an L from time to time. So now I think the tricky part is moving forward Which way do we sway? Because I think the toughest Mm -hmm. part of the postseason in the NBA is not overreacting game to game. You don't overreact after a first game win for the Nuggets and you don't overreact after a second game win for the Heat. So what do you think the reaction should be? Do you think that people are overreacting when saying, oh, the Heat are right back in this?
1: I don't think it's an overreaction. I think... I think that the Nuggets are still going to win this series. I still think the Nuggets are the better team. I know we've been saying that throughout the playoffs, but this is the first time I do think that eventually the Heat will be, are outmatched and will be outmatched and eventually go on to lose. But you mentioned Gabe Vincent, and I want to get to something he said after the game, which I think is sort of a fascinating look into that Heat culture we keep hearing about. This is a team that, again, only the second eight seed in NBA history to ever make it this far joining the 1999 Knicks they broke the Knicks record for the most victories by an eight seed ever in the postseason they're just so very at ease with games on the line and when it was over Vincent tried to explain that mentality
0: I mean it's just it's part of our DNA for one
1: you know everyone on this team has has battled through adversity in some manner and been knocked down and had to get back up Um, And for number two, we got a lot of experience in these close games. So uh, when it comes down to the wire, we're strangely comfortable. We're going to go to the left side. I love that phrase. We are strangely comfortable. So to answer your question, I don't think anyone's overreacting. I, I think that the Heat have proven that unlike a lot of other teams, they are as mentally strong as it gets. And Mike Malone, the Nuggets head coach, has been talking about this. This is the NBA Finals. I don't want to hear about this team being an eight seed. They don't play like an eight seed. So, yes, I think the Nuggets went out. But I think if you haven't been paying attention to the Heat, you're finally realizing, and Gabe Vincent had the perfect answer for that, they are not going to go quietly. It will be a fight each and every way for Denver.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, I think the other takeaway is Denver did not play a good game. And I think we got that from listening to some of the sound bites from their head coach after the game. So one would think that there's probably going to be some positive regression now for the Denver Nuggets who were not good on defense. And some of it was effort and some of it was discipline. Like I think you look at Kentavious Caldwell-Pope and the two fouls that he had on two three-point shots. That is six free throws that he handed the Miami Heat and something that a veteran – cannot be doing so some of those mistakes i think are fixable and i do think that we see a much better effort from the denver nuggets this next time around but it won't be easy they're going on the road to miami which should be a more comfortable place of course for the miami heat to play uh but also from a betting standpoint this one's tougher because the spread is a lot shorter no more of these nine free points that were handed with the miami heat it's only a two and a half point spread
1: yeah it's gonna be close so nuggets minus 140 in the money line nuggets minus two and a half if you look at game three do you have a lean would you lean nuggets and also we do have to keep in mind we we have to watch whether or not tyler hero is going to play for miami he has a hand injury was not cleared for game two and again game three is on wednesday so while I'm not necessarily a fan of the NBA finals sort of taking its time and being spread out like this, if you're the Heat and you're waiting for one of your critical pieces from the regular season to return, this is big for them. And if he plays, maybe that affects the line.
0: Maybe it does. I don't think Tyler Hero is going to be worth that much in the market for a team that already seems pretty disrespected when it comes to the line. Because I know it's based on metrics and market movement and all of that. But still, I think the takeaway for me after last night's game is that the Nuggets played a pretty bad game by their standards and still Mm -hmm. only lost by three. Because after game one, the takeaway was that he played abysmal, couldn't make a three, only shot two free throws, and still only lost by 11. So you're giving me nine points the next game? That's what I would have leaned. And then now you're looking at a Nuggets team that's been the picture of consistency they have one bad game they barely lost they had a chance to tie it at the end I think I'm still leaning towards the Nuggets
1: I am as well and I, I do think that I do think that maybe this was I don't know necessarily if it was good for Denver but I will say that Mike Malone has been preaching this Mike Malone said this after game one we didn't play a good game and he was disappointed with the effort in game two he said, we haven't played two good games despite this series being tied at one. So maybe, just maybe for Mike Malone, I don't want to say it's a wake-up call. It's the NBA Finals. But he kept saying it like his team didn't get it. He was like, this is the NBA Finals, guys.
0: Because the defense, the effort was a little lacking. And the yeah. discipline was a little lacking. So it's something that can clean up. It's only one loss. I still feel like Denver is the more repeatable offense because the problem is, If the Heat don't make their threes, I don't think they have a chance against the Nuggets. So I think that is gonna be the tipping point for the Heat moving forward.
1: We will see what happens on Wednesday night. Regardless, we definitely have a series.
0: For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.